You're listening to another episode of Cloud and Clear, SADA's Cloud Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Rocky Gilio, Global Director of Security here at SADA. And on with me today is Ram Varadajan. And I probably just butchered that, even though I tried, Ram. I tried so hard. But you're Chairman and CEO of Acalvio. Um, so glad to have you on, man. Excited to hear uh, what you guys have been doing and, and talk a little bit more about Acalvio and some of the deception technology you're building. But I guess first and foremost, uh, welcome to the show. And uh, tell us a little bit about Acalvio. Like, what's your journey to get to uh, this space of deception technology? Why, why do this now? And, and what are you trying to accomplish? Thank you, Rocky. It's a pleasure to be here and with you and uh, to meet your audience, uh, the SADA customer base. Um, the, the journey is actually quite simple. Uh, the, the, we are focused on the mission of defeating bad guys as they're trying to disrupt our commerce, our IP, and, uh, and our critical infrastructure. And uh, the, the world had spent a lot of time in trying to keep attackers out. And uh, we seem to be still losing the battle because there are so many ways in. And so what we tried to do was to figure out how can we help enterprises defeat attackers once they cross the current perimeters, perimeters uh, defenses. So sort of building a motion detector for the enterprises. Uh, find attackers quickly and precisely and uh, so that we can go on with our uh, productive mission and curtail the attacker's objectives. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's such a, an almost impossible mission, right, today with the, just the advancements in technology, cloud scale, um, and, and the attackers themselves are getting more organized, right? They are uh, well-funded by nation states. So there's just so much that is kind of working against us as we try day in, day out to uh, protect our environments, protect our data and users. Um, so yeah, I think this is a much needed thing, right? We've got we've to kind of fight back, if you will, instead of just sitting here going, Hey, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm going to be attacked, right? So I'm ex I'm excited to learn a little bit, a little bit more. So I guess tell us a little bit about what that means. What does it mean to be doing kind of offensive or deception dice technologies? Um, you know, what educate our audience a little bit here on, on what we're doing. So you you nailed it. Uh, the 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 new normal is that a determined attacker will breach any perimeter defenses and reach machine one inside your enterprise. I mean, that's a given that no matter how much training we do, how much we try to, you know, uh, put up defenses, there are so many zero days, so many administrative issues. Uh, AI is helping the attacker build even more zero days to come back into, into the enterprise. So, so the new normal uh, is that the attacker will breach your perimeter defenses. So what is new is that we have to do something active Trying to stay passive will only teach the attacker new ways to attack us and conquer us because the attacker learns with every passive defense that we put up. What Calvio is trying to do is to change the equation by changing the landscape that the attacker sees. So we put new artifacts, we introduce new artifacts into the customer's environment in a very cost-effective, clever, non-intrusive way New artifacts could be new compute elements, storage elements, keys, data, uh, identities, whatever they are. So we, so we introduce these new elements in such a way that the attacker cannot figure out what's real and what's fake. And uh, hence, they, as they meander through the network, uh, which they have to do to find, uh, let's say, laterally move to find objects of interest, 
uh, we improve our chances of finding them and eradicating them. So reducing mean time to detect, uh, reducing dwell time, these are important. Um, the other, uh, one other point to, uh, interesting to make is that we want to do this without having any prior knowledge of the attacker's tactics, because the attacker, like you said, is changing tactics all the time. So if you look for particular tactics, uh, we will be defeated because the attacker will change those tactics. So, and uh, zero days and whatever else that the attacker is bringing. So our solution must work in, in when the attacker is bringing new weapons uh, to the game. So, so we have to be robust to that. We have to be future-proofed in some sense. And that's what we are trying to do by uh, changing the landscape and providing this active defense uh, solution uh, to customers. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And and what you've mentioned, you know, putting in some systems and uh, network traffic, whatever it is that that's false, right? But it causes the attackers to look at those things, look for easy entry into our systems, and then to your point, it changes, you know, changes the behavior. It changes it so that you know they we don't have to worry about the latest AI technology that they're leveraging, or if it's a different nation state with different attack vectors. Um, the, the deceptions there, they're going to go after those assets and hopefully uh, fall into the trap. So honeypotting has been around for a while. How is Alcalvio different than this idea of honeypotting, right? What what makes Alcalvio different from just saying, hey, I'm going to stick this this honeypot system or this trap out there, this this key that's sitting in my code that I know is bad. And if I ever see it, you know, show up, I'm going to alert on it. How how are how is what you guys are doing different from kind of that traditional honeypot method? Uh, excellent question. Um, deception has been around for ages. I mean, nature invented it, so we can't take any credit for inventing deception. Uh, and deception has been used in the military for ages. I mean, uh, World War II has great examples, right? I mean, even now in the recent uh, Ukraine battle, uh, there was a recent report about how we had uh, toy tanks being bombed by the Russians uh, because uh, they couldn't uh, figure them out to be different than real ones. So, but uh, uh, in IT and uh, 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 deception has been very poorly used. Uh, it's been relegated to PhD dissertations and things like that, or very few shops which have deep expertise uh, to actually, uh, to deep expertise to stitch these by hand because it's very cost uh, prohibitive to actually introduce new decoys into the environment and things like that in any kind of substantial density, right? So, so who's going to pay for all these new uh, artifacts? Who's going to pay the licenses? Who's going to manage them? People are trouble managing real things. Now we're introducing fake things. So our, our whole intellectual property and the critical acclaim that we have had uh, is all about making deception operationable uh, and uh, and making it easy to use and easy to uh, deploy while retaining all the effectiveness of the deception. So that's what the IP is about. And uh, that's why Google invested in us. Uh, that's why we were an RSA sandbox finalist. Uh, and we have had you know great uh, recognition from Gartner and others. And... And to your point about deception is 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 uh, intuitively all of us believe that deception is a good thing, but uh, it's uh, it's now recognized by MITRE, by Gartner. Gartner, in fact, calls it the the future of cyber defense. You know, moving target defense. Um, 
and uh, the National Defense Authorization Act from the U.S. Congress last December uh, actually uh, mandated certain parts of the government into using uh, deception-based uh, technologies for defense. So it's becoming really mainstay and, uh, and the only real weapon to find and uh, deal with uh, new attackers, new tactics uh, in an effective way. Yeah, and you, you made a whole bunch of stuff there that I want to drill into a little bit. So first, um, you mentioned you know it's difficult to do honeypotting really at scale. And I think that's important to understand is if you think about our traditional method of honeypot, it is usually something like I put some bad code out in a repo or I put a, co- uh, a key in there that I know I'm not really using in production and I look for you know usage of that. And while that's great, it's not really a full deception, right? It's just like, Super simple. I drop some code that's static. One of the things the hackers are, you know, our attackers today are getting better at is recognizing those things, right? And using AI to recognize that and say, hey, wait a second, this key showed up here, but nobody ever uses it. Um, so don't don't touch it, you know. Um, and so they they have now ways to say, hey, that's a deception, that's a honeypot, don't, don't step into it, right? Um, and so I think it's really important to ask and and help our our listeners understand um how is it that you guys are able to do this deception at scale. What are you What are you doing to these systems that you're creating, these Active Directory accounts, this, all this false stuff that you're putting out there? Um, how, are you, how are you able to kind of get that out there and then keep it looking like something an attacker wants to go at? Yeah, awesome. Uh, this is where the, the Google partnership also comes in because you know we have a, a, a platform that we can leverage in order to uh, make this deception happen. So let me uh, give a simple example. So the first things you know uh, uh, that we want to do is to uh, not burden the customer by introducing new elements physically into their environment. So think of it this way: in your home, you may have twenty artifacts on the network. Uh, most of us don't know if there's an attacker running around your house. But if our internet service provider could make four more things appear in our home, like uh, my Google uh, you know, thermostat or my file server, my daughter's laptop, these are not physically there, but these are uh, Occupy addresses which look like they are there. Then an attacker running around the network might play with these things and, uh, and we'll be able to find them without inconveniencing real users because they don't even see these assets around. So we have taken that same concept to actually say, let's create a deception farm in the Google Cloud from which we can project these artifacts into customer environments, whether they be cloud environments or even on-prem environments, it doesn't matter. So we will be able to project new entities into a customer's environment without having to physically place them there. And we run real copies of these things on the, on the, on the, on the Google Cloud uh, deception uh, uh, center, if you will. And uh, therefore, all the fingerprintability and things like that are, are erased because we are actually running a true copy. And this deception palette can be customized in the field. So if you're protecting a hospital versus you're protecting a, a high-tech company, the kinds of artifacts that you're expected to see in the network will be different. So, so just putting you know, vanilla things into the environment doesn't uh, really capture uh, attackers because attackers, like we all said, are, are very savvy to what they expect in the environment. So we can now customize the deception palette in the field 
by uploading golden images uh, of uh, entities that uh, we expect to see in the customer's environment and project them from the Google Cloud onto, onto the customer environments. Um, we also do uh, something else to conserve resources. So for example, we have technology that allows us to make one instance in the deception farm look like many instances in the customer's environment. So we don't have to run a one for one. And we can, we can even uh, through a concept of fluid deception, light up the instance in the Google Cloud only when the attacker is actually mucking with us. So if an attacker is just sending a message saying, how are you doing? that message can be answered without having a full instance actually running. But when the attacker says, let me log into that uh, Windows server or their application or that uh, SQL instance, then we can actually light that up in there. So this dynamicity that we can leverage the Google Cloud for uh, allows us to do this cost effectively and uh, and uh, provide the best results of you know liveness and relevance and things like that. Uh, so the attacker cannot run a litmus test from somewhere else. Yeah, very cool. I could, you know, that's one of those things that's that's impossible for us to do day in and day out, right? If you're a security practitioner, your plate's already full with all the things you've got to respond to and handle. Um, so then going and trying to do something like that, where you guys have a tool that's doing this automatically, it's making it uh, easy to integrate. And then even better than that, uh, it's on this global scale architecture and, you know, behind it at GCP but then also integrated into the security tools that Google provides. So uh, talk a little exactly. bit about that. You guys, you did a big announcement with Google here about a month or two ago now um, around the integrations you have with Chronicle and SEC. So, so tell us a little bit about that. What are customers seeing? What can they expect from that integration? Yeah, so, so the whole idea is to make this easy and usable uh, for customers. So uh, our goal is to appear like a first party integration into the Google environment. So we make it really, really easy for customers to use uh, a Calvio active defense, if you will, uh, both for protecting identities, for protecting networks, you know, uh, whatever it is that they choose to protect for their environment. So we've integrated into the command center, so it's easy to actually add deception into the individual uh, subnets that, uh, that one wants to protect. We are in the Google marketplace. Uh, we're also leveraging cool technologies uh, uh, like Service Connect and things like that that Google provides to make it such that no software needs to be added to the customer's environment. The customer's VPC uh, just connects with the managed service that we provide, and uh, it's easy to use, easy to scale, uh, easy to uh, 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 manage if you will and and so so that's the and all the all the results like you said are sent over to uh, uh, to chronicle uh, so we can collect those uh, information there do the analysis do IR things like that we can also do clever things like you know uh, we have good awareness of where of where the customer where the attacker is so the attacker meanders from machine one to two to three before touching a decoy then we of course know that three is bad because three touched a decoy, but we can go to uh, the data that we collected in Chronicle, leverage other data that Google is collecting about things that are happening in the various uh, nodes and see what was happening at three and be able to look back and say, this event from three should have happened only because two talked to three to do this. So we are able to connect those back so we can look back and uh, and uh, draw attacker graphs to actually figure out where the 
where the ingress point was so that we can take corrective actions more holistically, if you will, and things like that. So, so all that uh, is possible because of this uh, tight integration into Google Cloud. Yeah, I love it. And that stuff all makes it easier for us to integrate too. Not, not okay, that's the wrong word because we're talking about the integrations into Google, but but it makes it easier for the security practitioners that are listening in, right? For your SOC teams um, to take exactly. advantage of these things because it's going to be in the tools that they're already using. The alerts are there. Um, if you haven't seen the article, we should definitely link that for those that are tuning in uh, because it's, it's very well integrated. It's easy to see uh, that this is something that you should be looking at. Um, and should be doing inside the environment, whether you've got the deception technology deployed already, um, or if you don't, right, and getting that alert that, hey, there's an area here that's running uh, and potentially exposed because you don't have a Calvio already enabled and capturing these these bad actors or potential bad actors. So, yeah, yeah very cool. One, one important point there, sorry to jump in, is no, that these in. are high fidelity alerts, right? I mean, so yeah. this is not... This is not a suspicion that something might be going on. You have to spend four hours trying to figure this out. Nobody should be mucking with that deception artifact, right? Whether it's an identity that somebody is using to escalate privileges or trying to move laterally or talking to a decoy, whatever it is. All those things can, can uh, if anybody is mucking with that deception artifact, they are definitely either uh, totally malicious or violating policy or whatever it is. In either case, they need to be stopped. So, so these are high fidelity alerts that can be acted upon right away inside the SOC. So that's an yeah. important point, yeah. Yeah, super important point because you don't want to have, oh, I got all these alerts. Now I've got more alerts that I got to go investigate, exactly. right? We're already fatigued. We don't need more to do. Uh, exactly. So that's super important. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Rom, so tell me a little bit about kind of why you guys chose Google Cloud. There's so many options out there today. You know, what made you choose Google for this? Um, and then um, how do our customers get started with you guys? Two things, you know, we, we wanted to make sure that we provided a comprehensive uh, solution that uh, meets the customer, whether they're in the cloud or whether they're on-prem, whether they're in a data center or wherever they might be. So we wanted to have a, a platform from which we could deliver services to all places where customers were. And we have even uh, third parties that are actually uh, reselling our solution into these marketplace, into customer environments. So for example, in OT environments, we have a managed service, we have a partnership with Honeywell, this service runs on Google Cloud and Honeywell uh, resells that solution to customers. These are all publicly announced uh, relationships. Uh, we have uh, Verizon reselling the solution into enterprises and so on. And of course, we sell from the Google Marketplace, we sell with our own uh, sales forces, and we sell with uh, Google's uh, sales resources and SADA and others as well, which we'll come, or come to in a second. The, the, so that's important that we were able to uh, find an environment that we can uh, use to scale to reach all of these uh, all of these customers the second thing is there is an acute awareness and importance for deception inside the google uh, environment uh, gcp rates is uh, very highly the mandiant acquisition now adds uh, incredible strength to the Google's ability to execute uh, security protection for their customers. Uh, in fact, Kevin Mandia at RSA conference uh, talked about the importance of honey tokens and how they can actually defeat uh, Apex attackers. 
there are many, many uh, stores inside the Google Cloud where we could introduce uh, fake artifacts, you know, IAM credentials, things like that, uh, to actually snare attackers as they're trying to escalate privileges or move around. Uh, in fact, Tim Crothers uh, just made a presentation on the future of uh, uh, cyber defense using deception uh, at the recent B-Sides conference in Augusta. So, so important executives at, uh, at uh, Google are already uh, uh, talking about the leveraging deception. So I think we have a mind meld, if you will, on what's important in the marketplace and what's next that's, in the, that's more than static defenses for customers. So, so we are in sync uh, on, on an approach to better protect customers. And Google has the right kinds of capabilities, like I said, these new capabilities to make it easier for a service provider to connect into the customer's VPC without installing uh, software that process service connect, things like that. All these things are very, very important capabilities uh, that uh, we find useful. And, uh, and of course, uh, Google is an investor in a Calvio because they actually saw the capabilities uh, early on as well. So there are many, many reasons to actually uh, partner with Google forcefully and uh, hence, the, hence uh, Google Cloud. So, so, uh, so we are also uh, working to make sure that we are uh, FedRAMP ready and, uh, uh, for environments that require those kinds of extra uh, certifications. Uh, we are also, you know, fully CIS2 compliant, STIG4 compliant, all the kind of hygiene. So we make all that possible and that's, uh, and the Google Cloud platform also has the right certifications to allow us to leverage that. Uh, so all in all, that, that works uh, very well for us. Yeah, no, that's great. And those are all good, good things. And it's exciting to hear that the work you guys have already done and, and being ahead of this motion where we really do need to lean more on deception technologies to provide better defense. Um, so, so that's great. Looking forward. I guess the next question is what's next for you guys? What are you working on now that you want to tell the audience about, if anything? And then um, if they want to try you out, how, how do they get started? There are lots of uh, lots of things going on. We are extending our uh, deception protection uh, to Kubernetes environments, uh, things like that. So there are more and more environments in which uh, deception can be a very useful tool. Uh, and uh, uh, it's easy for customers to try. They can go to the Google Marketplace and, and try a Calvio immediately. Or they can, of course, work with their SADA representatives to go uh, make this happen. Uh, Google is also available. I mean, Acalvi is also available on on CrowdStrike and other other such uh, partner portals. And the service that protects CrowdStrike customers runs on GCP. So, so, so they could be uh, availing uh, the opportunity to run. Uh, uh, Calvio through many places. And of course, you can go to calvio.com and uh, request uh, uh, help and we will be able to, able to service them from there as well. Yeah, great. Ram, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, great to hear what you guys are doing with this deception technology and kind of leading the way here, um, helping our customers be provide better defense to their organizations and protect their users and data. Um, so just thank you for all that you guys are doing. And again, thanks for joining me on the show. I, this has been great and uh, very informative. And um, I'm looking forward to working with you guys more in the future. So thanks again, Ram. Thank you. Uh, enjoyed the conversation and uh, look forward to working together. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics 
And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.